Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. One and we're back and Julie, it is August the 25th. I had to look and we are on day 48. I, I think, think it is it 48. I don't know. It's in the 40s. In the 40s. We stopped counting. <laughs> We've been on the day <laughs> on right. the road so long. One hotel to the next. Yeah. We are leaving Des Moines, Iowa. We are headed to Columbus, Ohio, our original uh, stomping ground. We are going to be there for three or four days. If you're in around central Ohio and you, and I know we have a lot of podcast listeners and coaching clients and all the rest of it. Um, if you'd like to meet up with us, we would love to meet up with you. We're going to be announcing where we're going to be. We're going to be going to just various places around Columbus, probably Easton, and a few other places. Maybe the Columbus Zoo. That would be certainly a great time to have a bunch of you meet us mm-hmm. there. But that is coming to you uh, this weekend, right? Yes. Yeah. Indeed. So, indeed, that would be something would be great to meet off with all of you guys. And if you have little kids that can entertain Zoe, that would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> and Columbus has a great zoo, so there's lots of fun things to do there. And we're coming off of a fantastic event we had with the Molten Group yesterday here in Des Moines. A nice intimate group of like 20 or 25 people, but it was great. And um, it's interesting to uh, meet with local agents. We've been doing it all over the country, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we met with a nice group in, uh, uh, I don't even remember, Idaho, Idaho, California. I mean, just all over the place. And it is really refreshing to see that agents are so, I think, enthusiastic about the housing market but also enthusiastic about the opportunities that are being presented because of this housing market. And uh, really, frankly, because of these strange times we find ourselves in, um, there's so many different ways that you can be of service to people and uh, make money. And that's one of the things that we've been really noticing, like here in Des Moines, for example. I mean, Des Moines, Iowa. And let me tell you guys, you've never seen corn until you've been to Des Moines, (laughs) Iowa. That's right. You know, we are in this conference room, and there's these beautiful panoramic windows that I think there were probably, what, at least three-sided, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I was looking out these windows, and it was on the second floor, I think, or at least it was basically elevated. So you could see for miles and miles and miles in this conference room. And miles and miles and miles of guess what? Corn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was incredible. <laughs> if that, you love corn, this is the town for you. This is your place. And I had to uh, remind myself that in uh, winter, it's miles and miles of snow. Yes. You know, you and I saw when we were driving here, um, maybe this is a, a driving quiz to see if you remember where. It said basically you're supposed to start putting having snow change in your car starting September 1st. I know, yes. That was back in Colorado, I believe, as we were leaving Colorado. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. It was near, near uh, Telluride or Vail. Or... Yeah, which makes sense. It's just, it's funny because <laughs> Telluride and Vail, you know, they don't look the same in the summer. No. You, you see the uh, shaved off uh, ski slopes and you know the chair lifts and things so it's pretty interesting well but, but yeah in september seriously i know and that what, what was it when we were driving through there it wasn't that warm it was in the 60s and 70s but it's to really think nice. in less than 30 days basically there could be snow on the ground is yeah. kind of crazy serious enough to have chains it just yeah. tells you how much we've become um you know puerto ricans basically <laughs> puerto rican nerfed up <laughs> <laughs> exactly that we just we don't even mentally or emotionally conditioned to basically think about snow anymore and yet we're from columbus I know, ohio i know <laughs> So listen, guys, we're talking about the seven-step listing process, and we've been talking about all these points with a lot of detail during our podcast this week. So make sure you go back and listen to the past podcasts. And by the way, though, I should do a better job tracking. We are well over 2,000 podcasts now. It might be closer to 3,000 podcasts. 
This continues to be the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate agents in at least the United States. And we want to sincerely thank you for the honor of being your virtual coaches, as it were, or in some cases, real coaches, if you've joined our coaching organization. So we certainly appreciate the opportunity to be part of your lives, and you are certainly part of our lives as well. Oh, and also, I'll tell you some another little fun experience we had yesterday. So in uh, Puerto Rico, where we live, there are no uh, bookstores, no. <laughs> let alone Barnes & Noble. So we're yeah. driving to FedEx to FedEx off some documents because we're still doing a little bit of light work while we're on the road. And lo and behold, there was uh, one of those massive Barnes & Nobles, which I don't think we've even seen the one of those one. since we moved, well, probably yeah. three years, mm-hmm. you know. And of course, Zoe thinks Barnes & Noble, she thinks Toy Store. And so Julie and I, uh, we went into the Barnes & Noble and we did our, you know, shopping not for anything you know magazines and whatnot so we could julie had something to read on the car and uh lo and behold what does julie find in the business section our book of course harris rules and so that is a reminder for all of you if you've not uh, purchased our book harris rules it is nearly 500 five-star reviews that and uh, the reviews on amazon are stellar so make sure you purchase uh, Harris Rules the quickest and easiest way. So if you're near Barnes & Noble, just go in there and buy it. They had one copy left, or you can just go to Amazon. You can also get it on Audible. We had it, um, you know, so we had a professional uh, read the book as well. So there it is available for you right now at uh, Barnes & Noble or at your Amazon store near you, which yes. is near everyone. And interestingly, it's not just the business section, but I found out yesterday I didn't know how they organized that. You go to the business section, and then they have it organized by theme alphabetically. So oh. real estate is on the far right, being that it is Let me, uh, categorized by R. So on Instagram, so. I put a picture of you discovering the book and Zoe discovering the book. And someone pointed out, I thought it was quite funny, that the book is sitting in the section, in the four dummies section. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> no. The, the business for dummies That's section? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, so the book was like, a couple, okay. was like a couple sections away from the for mm-hmm. dummies, but he observed that. I thought that was actually quite hilarious yeah <laughs> no. it's pretty fun it's it's fun to find a, you know it's something i don't know strangely um i don't know makes it a little bit more real when you stumble across it at barnes and noble that so. is weird though right i it mean we, you and i've been in the publishing syndication coaching you know i don't even know what other terms you want to put to what we do for a living but then to see a book at a bookstore that you actually wrote yeah you know, i have to say this yeah. is also funny to me too like people listen well here you can tell po- people that buy the book that aren't podcast listeners mm-hmm. versus people that buy the book that are podcast listeners because when they listened or read the book, they realize that we really did write it. Whereas people who just buy the book think that we the natural assumption is nowadays though that those people are too busy they would never write their own book. Right. Julie and I write our own content. We've never yes. ever had anyone including write this, in, by the way. In, yeah, including these all of our points. We do all of our own content, and I'll tell you the reason why. As soon as you basically hire, because we've had solicitations from ghostwriters and people wanting to write articles, and it's all kinds of stuff. It's a whole industry, but we've had those people soliciting us for 20 years, and the reason we never do it, and they send us samples sometimes, is because they're sometimes two and three degrees removed from having a true voice that is in tune with the real estate industry they just don't get it and that's you know i'm not to grind on our you know fellow quote-unquote coaches but that's the reason you guys should be super careful who you listen to for advice who you buy you know any kind of information information from for the betterment of your business if they've never actually been there done that if they've not been in the trenches they're going to be two or three degrees removed from knowing exactly what to actually do and say to help you and that goes with lead generation with branding all these other things that you guys are being solicited with constantly I mean, you know, we have real estate licenses. Julie's is active. And you look at Julie's real estate license and the number of solicitations she gets every single day mm. from all these people trying to sell stuff. It's insane. It's never been this bad. It's never been this confusing. So you guys got to remember that you have to ultimately be your own best sifter and sorter of content. 
And one of the best ways to do it, frankly, is just go through the four filters. And I'll go through these really quick. And because this is a conversation that came up yesterday at this meeting in iOS, the reason it's fresh on my mind. When you're deciding to do business with anybody, not just somebody trying to sell you something for your real estate business, run them through three filters or these four filters. Number one, has the person actually sold real estate before? Number two, have they actually sold at least 100 houses per year? Number three, have they actually sold 100 houses per year for at least five years in a row? And number four, have they had at least 10,000 paid coaching calls? Now, obviously, those filters are designed to help you guys discern who you should be hiring uh, for your coach, but you can apply similar uh, you know, rules to virtually any aspect of your life when you're making a decision, all the way from your landscaper to your, your, your dentist. Because like, <laughs> I got a speeding ticket in Wyoming. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. And um, the I so I went online naturally as a good American to find out if I could fight my speeding ticket. Right. Because there's a lots of parts, you know, California and Nevada. You can hire an attorney for 300 bucks and basically fix your ticket. Not in Wyoming. But here's what I discovered in Wyoming. Like when I was going and Julie was going online trying to search for an attorney that did that type of work. Every single website went to some sort of cleverly designed lead generation website that was designed to pick off leads and then sell them back to attorneys. And and I would say the first maybe two pages on Google was that. The same thing has happened with real estate. The same thing has happened with all that stuff. So you don't ultimately, when you guys are doing business with people, make sure you're doing business with the authentic article, the real thing. Someone's actually been there, done that. Not just somebody who's basically marketed themselves or branded themselves as an expert at something they've never done before. It's important. You know, I came across the same thing when I was trying to get my tooth fixed in Las Vegas. (laughs) And it was like, uh, one 800 emergency dental care.com uh-huh. you know fix my tooth.com and i would go there and sure enough it was fill out this form you were sent somewhere and then somebody would call you back you do it by zip code it was just a lead capture well that's form. how you got so if julie had filled out one of those forms that that lead would have been her as a lead would have been sold to whom how many other dentists and the dentist then would have followed up it and may, it wouldn't have been just one dentist it may have been an auction like whoever bids the most but most likely they're selling that same you know lead to a bunch of different dentists well that's the same thing that you guys are getting suckered into when you're buying leads from these a lot of these lead generation companies they're selling that same lead to other people but more more importantly that lead usually especially on the buyer side of the equation is not going to be that motivated which ultimately leads us back to why we want you to focus on being listing agents so go back and listen to the seven step listing process that we talked about in great detail this week and today we are on glorious point number seven Uh, yes so this will wrap up our seven step uh, listing process step number seven you might have predicted it close so here are your bullet points. Get ready to take some notes here. Julie, let me edit that yeah. first one. Sure. So, so there's an old saying in sales called always be closing, but the reality of it is, and we should edit that, the reality of it is is that when you follow our listing process, when you sent the pre-listing pack, when you're pre-qualified, there really is no close. Because the situation's already essentially led itself to the natural progression of a great presentation, which is for someone to sign the contract. And when you send the pre-listing pack ahead of time, when the pre-listing pack has got the listing contract signed, uh, already filled out, already completed, with a sample net sheet, with the CMA in there, with all the CMA, with all the uh, you know the pre-listing pack pages that we've already pre-created for you as part of our coaching program. At the listing appointment, when you go to their house and you follow our listing process or our listing presentation, which takes no more than 15 to 20 minutes, there really is no close necessary because it's obvious what should happen next. It's sort of like having a great meal at a restaurant. And it's not like the waiter has to sit around and close you on the bill. It's the next natural thing sure. is for them for you to sign and leave. And that's the way it works in our listing process. Yes, but that assumes that you followed steps one through six. Yes. Here is exactly why some of you have issues closing. 
the definition of close, in other words, asking for the signature, the definition of close is the logical ending to a great presentation. It's far easier to close when you've actually followed all of the previous steps. See, closing doesn't make any sense. If you didn't pre-qualify, you don't really know what the game plan is. Closing doesn't make any sense if you have yet to handle objections because you didn't send the pre-listing package. Have you ever gone to a restaurant where you're ready to go and the waiter never brought the bill and you're just sitting there playing with your silverware? Well, when you go to a listing presentation and you don't ask the seller to sign the contract, please, or here's the paperwork, let's just take the next natural step, or all the other just nice little soft closes we give you. So when would you like me to bring in the first, when would you like the showings to start? When can I bring over the sign lock? Box, all those types of things. Let's get let's knock this paperwork out so we can go to the next step. We tell you a whole bunch of ways to say things, but what if you were sitting in the restaurant for days and days and days waiting for the waiter to bring the bill? Never it happens. Why? Because the waiter's worried that they're going to bring. I'm mean, making this up. The waiter's worried that they're going to bring the bill and you're going to not sign it or you're not going to give them a tip. I mean, can you imagine how preposterous that would be? But the reality of it is, is that's what many of you will do. You'll go on listing presentations and you won't take the next natural step and move the contract and move the conversation forward. They're expecting you to do that. Now, when you sit there after giving them some sort of presentation, some sort of cat and monkey show, and you don't get the contract signed and you don't actually ask for the, you know, you know, the going back to the restaurant analogy, the bill to be signed. What impression does that leave of you with them that you're not professional, that you're not confident, that you're not interested in actually taking their listing? You are not going to get the listing. And this goes to what we talked about a few days ago. This is the reason that agents who are brand new in real estate, who follow our system, who follow our process exactly, can kick the butts of seasoned agents because seasoned agents have developed so many bad habits that are all rooted around and frankly, ego. That's basically it, ego and fear. And so the new agents don't know, uh, I was going to say any better, but the new agents don't know any worse. And so they just follow our system exactly. And then they take the listings and then the seasoned agents and rationalize losing. They rationalize, oh, that agent must have known them or that agent must have overpriced it or cut their commission. The agent won't accept responsibility for the loss. And then what happens is their lose ratio starts to increase. And then they hire us for uh, as a coach. And we hear a lot of people coming to coaching who they'll start with that. I was at the top of my market and slowly I started to, you know, they won't think verbalize it like this, but this is the gist of it. And slowly I started to lose my market dominance because there was new competitors that entered in. Well, what happened was three, four years ago when the new competitors entered in and they started beating you, you didn't stop to take responsibility responsibility for the loss. You just assume somehow they cheated you. You didn't realize this because you did not keep up with the market demands and market forces and you became obsolete. You chose to be obsolete because you chose to be complacent. That's right. And there's so many issues that lead up to having problems closing. We've talked about a lot of them. Some of you guys do like two or three of the previous steps really well. Like you know, you'll join coaching, you'll get a really kick-ass pre-listing package together like we prescribe, but because you didn't listen to the coaching calls, then you don't really know how to use the pre-listing package. Or here's the common one we talked about a couple days ago. You're not really fully using the pre-qualification script and you're not asking that's if you're- That's the big one. That's the big one. And so you do everything else great, but you try to close and it's awkward because they want to talk to other agents and you didn't bother to, to ask. So you get surprised and then you end up leaving. This is not a close. Well, I'll follow up in a, flu in a few days. We'll see how it goes, you know, and then you're in a worse position in spite of the fact that you did several of the steps correctly because you're skipping some bits and pieces, you fall down on the close. Now, this is exactly why we have the coaching program, because it's not enough to just say, here you go. Here's seven steps. That's what we've done on this podcast series to make you aware. This isn't coaching. We're just doing a podcast here and having fun. That's right. As much as we can standing in a hotel in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> exactly. But the coaching shows you, it demonstrates for you, it catches you, 
you know, coaching will say, you know what, you're doing this and this great, but because you skipped this step, that's why you lost the listing. Now let's go back and correct course. And when you join our coaching program, guys, you get a daily semi-private coaching call and excluding Saturday and Sunday where you can show up and there's a live Harris coach there that's going to answer questions. That's going to present some content that's going to go and help triage and, and the best sometimes experiences you're going to have is when someone else asks a question that or to solve a problem that you haven't had yet, but you're going to have in a month. And because you hear like coach Robert solving this problem for this other agent, you're now yes. not going to have that problem because you've essentially been able to jump in some sort of time machine and head off the, that off the pass. And our coaches are trained to basically help agents of all different experiences. And of course you can sign up for one of our one-on-one -on -one coaches. A lot of you guys will start in premier coaching and then you'll migrate up towards one-on-one -on -one coaching, but premier coaching definitely offers the best value overall daily semi-private coaching, all of our coach, all of our scripts, all of our systems, the complete Harris systems, including in premier coaching. We don't hold anything back. If you guys are ready to join premier coaching as dozens of you are every single month, please go to timandjulieharris.com, click on coaching, click on premier, and you can join for a around $100 a month. If you want us to shortcut that so you don't want to do all that clicking, it's two clicks, but you can, you know, if you don't want to do it, just text the word success to 47372. Text the word success to 47372. Text the word success to 47372 and we'll text you back a link. And as a free gift for doing that, we're also going to give you the updated version of the real estate treasure map and we're going to link you back to uh, the website and you're also going to be entitled to a free coaching call with our one of our new member coaches. So you can join direct by going to timandjulieharris.com, clicking on coaching, clicking on premiere, and you can join for around $100 a month or we will call you and just text the word success to 47372. That's right. So this is the conclusion of our seven-step listing process. More homework for you. Tim just gave you the most important homework is sign up for coaching so we can help shorten that learning curve. But here's the question for you. What steps must you take so you're following 100% of the seven-step listing process? What would happen if you did those things? What would your goals be if you knew that you could take very close to 100% of the listings you went on, even the ones who weren't referrals, past clients, or repeat clients, would you be more proactive with your prospecting? Would you be okay with the word prospecting? And we didn't have to actually call it proactive lead generation so you didn't get hives. Uh, would you be more urgent with your lead follow-up? The better your listing skills are, the bigger you can think. So Julie, as the head coach for our organization, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Why is it that uh, when people join our organization, it is not infrequent that they will try to change something like our listing process or our pre-listing mm -hmm. pack? Why do they think that somehow magically, mystically, they can somehow create a system better than ours, even though really effectively they have virtually no experience or their experience is limited to maybe if they're lucky, 50 transactions total in their sure. careers. Why do they think that? Yeah, well, I think that some of it is maybe a bit of ego wanting that ownership of it, like they made it their own, which, you know, maybe that's a creative thing. And I appreciate that, but don't waste your time because this is proven. Okay, and I think the other thing, when people do make their modification, their modifications, it's almost always to try and make it easier or more passive or, you know, uh, they want to make it so that they can maybe get that lead flow going to some virtual assistant. They're but trying the to sidestep the real work of real estate. The problem is, is when you guys change anything and you don't and, and you have some sort of fail, it's impossible for us to go back and diagnose what you did wrong if you've changed the system. The system is the system because it works. It works in all markets and all price uh, price ranges and all market conditions. It works with all experience levels. So do not change the system. I cannot emphasize that yeah. enough. Don't change the pre-listing pack. Don't try to outthink it. Now, as you, it's just like our, our scripts, right? 
Our scripts are designed for you to basically have a, it's essentially it's a conversation outline. That's what a really good script is. But again, what a lot of you will do, and this is amazing to me, with no sales background to speak of, with not even that much real estate experience, you guys will think somehow you can write a better script than what we've tested in the marketplace. This isn't an ego battle between our stuff and your stuff. It's just a fact. How is it that you could possibly imagine or think or conceive that our uh, content is not going to be better, more effective in helping you accomplish your goal in real estate and helping the seller or the buyer accomplish their goals in real estate than what you could create on your own. Don't change the content. Now, with that said, after you've used the script for a while, then we do encourage you to personalize it. But we want you to internalize it first or you know, memorize it, internalize it, then personalize it. But do not personalize it first. And it is a real huge mistake when you guys do that. Like, for example, personalizing would not, does not mean removing questions in the prequal script, for example. Personalizing does not mean reordering the questions. Personalizing does not mean dumbing it down or softening it up or making it more friendly. Personalizing it means you might want to throw y'all in or you might want to throw some local you know, something in that's going to make it a little bit more... Uh, palatable to the people in your market. It, that is the personalization aspects of it. But do not change it because then you'll gut it and you won't realize that the little edit you made to the prequal script because you just thought somehow it was going to be all the difference, that that's going to uh, cost you uh, you know, two steps into our seven-step listing process into the future because you're not going to know the answer to a question that you should have known that would have gotten you the listing just because you decided to change something. Do not change the system is all Don't I'm trying to it. say. And that should be, for a lot of you, for most of you, the idea that you're following a proven system that you don't have to tweak, modify, or edit, that should be a great feeling of relief because you know all you have to do is like what I'm about to do, hop into our, our car and we're about to point the car east and I'm going to put in a destination and navigation. You're and I know trust it's, navigation and not argue with it. Right. And I'm not going to say, well, you know what? I know Nav tells me this is how I can, you know, swallow 500 miles today, but I think I'm going to try this different thing. Now I know Nav thinks, you know, it's Nav and whatnot. I'm going to go off road instead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go to the right and post to the left and let's see where that ends up. Cause I bet you somehow magically, I know yeah. how to get there. You guys see how it's insane. You know, what's funny, Tim, is that our coaching clients that come to us from other, uh, more, you know, organized industries, we'll say, I don't know how to put that, but like our retired airline pilots for people who have true professional backgrounds, that's what you I'm can say, or say. people who frankly have worked in uh, white collar jobs or people who have been, like you said, airline pilots sure. and, you know, or engineers, executives, or like right. They'll, and we do have an actual um, rocket scientist, right? So they, what they'll say to you is, just tell me what to do. Right. Give me the checklist. I'll do it. So that's take, a professional. That's right. So take, for example, the airline pilot. They have a checklist, thank goodness. Yeah. Would you want them to skip it? If you've ever had surgery, the doctor has a pre-surgical thing that they do, right? right? The nurse comes in, they have a checklist, they do their disclosures, you sign a bunch but that's of stuff. The reason those it's people, a system. But that's the reason those folks are attracted to us. Because that's when right. they when they subscribe, when they join our coaching, it's really mm -hmm. a movement. When they join our, our coaching movement, they're all of a sudden finding themselves into a system that's very familiar because it's not leaving anything to chance. Yes, and they, they don't want to have to figure things out on the fly. It's a waste of time. It is a waste of time, but they recognize that. It's the people that maybe haven't had that experience right. that think they're supposed to re-engineer everything. So skip that thought process. Think more like the engineer or the pilot and just follow the checklist. Don't so much easier. Don't, don't treat your real estate business guys as some as a like a you know, as an art project. Don't think of it like as a right. creative outlet for you. That's not the way to think of it. Don't think of, don't think you have to have passion and all the rest of it. Your job is to be a service provider. Your job is to solve other people's problems and do it. And, and enough, uh, enough people help enough people that those 
essentially guys that you know one of the reasons that or the biggest reason why someone's going to be rich and another person isn't it's simply for the fact that the person who's rich you know has essentially helped more people solve their problems that's it so the more uh, people you help solve their problems the less problems you're going to have it's the simplest way of thinking about it financially of course so this is a, a mindset shift for a lot of you your job is not to use this as a creative outlet your job is not to figure out your perfect brand and worry about your your you know your teams uh you know all these other things that you guys are distracted by your job is to become the most efficient most proficient uh provider of problems solutions to other people's problems and when you do that you're going to win and you do that enough you're going to win and at levels you can you can can't even probably conceive of and that's it you just essentially have to be a skills-based professional as all professionals are and not somebody who's going to try to hack it shortcut it or wing it and i hope hopefully that resonates with a lot of you guys um, this is the time of year by the way where your next year is going to be uh, resolved. In other words, what you're going to do starting effectively in September into October is going to predetermine what your next year is going to be like because a lot of the relationships and the conversations and a lot of the appointments and a lot of the you know the things that are going to happen, a lot of people towards the end of the year are going to want to take action on those um, you know, moving, uh, selling or buying or upgrading or adding you know, maybe a vacation house. They're going to want to do that in 22. A lot of them are. And so the more conversations you start now, the more opportunity you're going to create for yourself next year. So even though I know a lot of you want to sort of think about slowing down towards the end of the year, I beg you not to think like that. Take massive action now because then next year is going to be extraordinary for you. You want to start the year out not having to rebuild your business. You want to start the year out essentially building your business to the next level. Again, a strange conversation to happen in August where it's still really warm out. And here we are talking about next year. But this is how a top uh, producer thinks. This is how a business owner thinks. This is how anybody who owns a large business, they're designing products and updating their services a year in advance. Well, I want you guys to think about doing at least six months in advance. Hopefully this resonates with all of you. Um, and so to all of you who are in our EXP group called uh, Libertas, um, thank you. And for all of you who are thinking about joining EXP Realty, and you're looking for sponsors that will be proactive in your success at eXp Realty, we strongly encourage you to reach out to us. This is, of course, if you have not chosen a sponsor, if you're looking for a sponsor who's going to be proactive in your success, please consider, we are formally applying for the job, please consider us. Um, text us directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.